Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Betting Pros PGA Podcast. I'm Pat Fitzmorris, joined by my colleague, Bo McBrayer. We have a great tournament coming up this week. It is the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines in San Diego. Bo and I are about to preview it from a betting perspective, and we are going to tell you who we like, who we don't like, and what we're betting. We're also going to give you our one-and-done picks at the end of the show. But first, I'm extremely excited to tell you that the Betting Pros PGA podcast is now sponsored by our good friends at Underdog. Bo, you and I are big fans of the Underdog platform for their fantasy football best ball contests, uh, but Underdog also has golf contests. Sign up for Underdog if you haven't already with the promo code BPGOLF to get your first deposit matched up to $100 plus a special pick available for you in the lobby. More on Underdog golf contests a little later in the show. Before we get to the Farmers Insurance Open, Bo, a quick recap of last week's tournament, the American Express, and what a story. Nick Dunlap, a sophomore at the University of Alabama, became the first amateur to win a PGA Tour event since 1991 when Phil Mickelson won the Northern Telecom Open as an amateur. That was 33 years ago. So suffice it to say, the rather unexpected win for Nick Dunlap was not one of the outright winner picks we recommended on last week's show. And we have now had two long shot winners back to back. Grayson Murray two weeks ago at the Sony Open. And now Nick Dunlap. Nick Dunlap three. Oh, that's right. Chris uh, Kirk. Wait. That was that was a long shot. I, I it was a long shot, a longer shot. I mean, Grayson yeah. Murray and Nick Dunlap were totally oh, off sure. the map. <laughs> yeah. Um, off the reservation. Exactly. But good for Nick Dunlap. Not so good for golf betters who had outrights on other players. Uh, I don't have much else to say about the Amex this year, Bo. I wasn't exactly glued to the weekend coverage since we had NFL playoff games on both Saturday and Sunday afternoon. Anything to add, Bo? Well, I'm glad that some of the some of the top five and top ten picks that I kind of layered my uh, my picks with uh, hit, did hit. Uh, there was there were some good payouts to be had, even if you didn't have the five hundred to one amateur only amateur in the field long shot. Uh, that's uh, it was pretty impressive to watch that kid, twenty years old Alabama student athlete. Uh, not even be able to cash a check. Like he can't cash that $1.4 million check to, uh, for the win until he turns pro. So uh, that's unbelievably impressive. Like Phil Mickelson was the last one for a reason. There's, there's a lot of uphill struggles for amateur golfers in this era. That's it blew my mind that somebody like that could play that well under that amount of pressure. It was unbelievable i can't i can't believe it <laughs> it was i was curious about what they do since the amateur can't claim the top prize on that and all they do is they bump it uh mm-hmm. bump everything down a spot so second place gets the 1.4 million uh was that was christian kazunhout right yeah yeah uh so yeah nice nice way to uh back your way into 1.4 million dollars as the non-winner uh pretty good payday for him so we are on to the farmers insurance open now this is important if you plan on betting this event it starts on wednesday this week not the normal thursday start a wednesday start allows the tournament to finish on saturday and that way the final round will not conflict 
with the NFL's conference championship games on Sunday. Smart move by the PGA Tour, and I appreciate that I will get to watch the entire final round uh, without having a flick back and forth and, and miss mm-hmm. some good shots and miss some plays in those NFL games. So um, now the first two rounds are played at different courses, Torrey Pines North and Torrey Pines South. The North course is shorter and easier than the South course. It's a par 72 measuring 7,258 yards. Everyone in the field will play one round in the North course, one round in the South course, the first two days. And then it's all on the South course Saturday or excuse me, Friday and Saturday. Uh, If you want to contend in this event, you better make some hay on the North course. Um, Like you cannot go out and shoot a 73 on the North course and expect to have a chance. The Torrey Pines South course, uh, it's got a lot more teeth. It is on the short list of the best golf courses in America. I think you'd agree with that, Bo. It has in the world. It has hosted majors. It is a par 72 that weighs in at a hefty 7,765 yards. The par 5 18th is one of the great finishing holes in golf. It is a risk-reward par 5 with a pond in front of the green and a green that slopes severely from back to front. Uh, And as for the forecast, San Diego... Apparently, they're getting some really heavy rain right now early in the week, but the conditions should be dry throughout the tournament with light winds and temperatures right around room temperature. Uh, Weather Mm -hmm. shouldn't be much of a factor, I don't think, Bo. The defending champion is Max Homa, who won last year with a score of 13 under par. He won by two strokes over Keegan Bradley. Uh, Anything to add about Torrey Pines, Bo? Uh, Poana surfaces. Uh, that's a it's a bumpy California specific type of grass that they use on the putting greens. Uh, inconsistent. So if you're from an- another part of the country that's not used to Poana, it gets crusty in the afternoon after it's been exposed to some sunshine, and it's unpredictable. Uh, California golfers know it to be just fine because we can almost kind of r- r- gauge based on aim small, miss small. That seems to be the, the mantra around here uh, when you're putting on Poana. So California golfers specifically do have a leg up here. Uh, it's also, of course, with three of the four rounds being played on one of the longer courses on the Rota, 7,700 plus yards. Driving distance is going to be something to take into account. But most importantly, strokes gained from tee to green, uh, it's paramount here. And on top of that, instead of where we correlated putting last week because the American Express is a glorified putting contest, we're going to focus more on around the green game here because of the distance of the course and how difficult it is to hit these greens. Even if you're a world-class ball striker, there's no guarantee that your approach is going to hold these really tough Poana greens. Uh, So the whole bag is needed. You're not going to see, I don't know that you're going to see a long shot winner like we've had the first three weeks of this season but it, it it's not impossible there's some really soft odds here uh to be had especially as you make your way into top t- top 10 and top 20 bets but the favorites are the favorites here for a reason they both have great event history and the type of makeup in their game to contend at a course like this even if it's not tory pine specifically uh these got these guys that are favorites are there for a reason 
Demanding course for sure, not a putting contest like some of the more recent events we've had. Uh, Definitely not a bomb and gouge course. This is going to require some long straight driving and some great shot making. And like you said, it's going to finally test these players' metal around the greens, which we haven't really seen in recent weeks. I'll push back to that. There is some evidence that bomb and gouge does work here, but you do have to have your your short game in order in order to take advantage of that uh, strategy because like we said, driving distance will play a a factor here, whether or not it'll be the winner's uh, type of style of play that that remains to be seen. But there is some merit to bomb and gouge at Torrey Pines, believe it or not. Now, we will get to our betting perspectives on the Farmer Insurance Open in just a moment. But first, go sign yourself up with our friends at Underdog, where you can make picks on your favorite golfers all season long. Just pick higher or lower on selected stats for two to five golfers, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single day. You can also make rivals picks, for example, selecting which of two golfers will shoot a better score in a round. Golf picks can be combined with players' stats from other sports, too. Sign up for Underdog if you haven't already with the promo code BPGOLF. That's BPGOLF to get your first deposit matched up to $100 plus a special pick available for you in the lobby. We will be sharing our favorite PGA picks on Underdog all season starting next week. So be sure to play along with us and we can win together. All right, let's look at the favorites at the Farmer Insurance Farmers Insurance Open Bow. On DraftKings, as of 2 p.m. Central Time on Monday afternoon, we had Xander Shoffley as the favorite at plus 900. Bo, you mentioned uh, Southern California familiarity being a factor here. That fits Xander. Another Southern Californian right behind him, Patrick Cantlay at plus 1,000. Then it's the defending champ, Max Homa, at plus 1,100. Colin Morikawa at plus 1,200. Ludwig Oberg at plus 2,000. Sung J.M. at Minwoo Lee, both at plus 2,200. Tony Finau and Jason Day, two guys with strong track records at Torrey Pines, both at plus 2,500. And Keegan Bradley at plus 3,000. Do any of the favorites capture your fancy ball? Uh, yeah, uh, quite a few of them, actually. This is uh, an event where the best golfers are going to be in contention and whether or not they emerge victorious over the one or two long shots that do make their way to the top of the leaderboard. Uh, it's interesting. You mentioned the four top uh, shortest odds, all from Southern California, all with the great uh, all around game to boot. Uh, I'm going to start my bidding at Colin Morikawa at 12 to one. I just like his odds relative to his ability here his track record here Xander I love here he's number one in my models he's number one in a lot of people's statistical models uh nine to one is a little short for him especially since he hasn't won anything in a really long time Xander Shoffley has been playing good golf but not the type of golf that wins tournaments like this so I think I'll eschew him as a top outright pick at nine to one just because his odds are too short uh as some in another form at for sure Xander Shoffley is he's going to do just fine here uh but Colin Morikawa 12 to 1 is my most appealing uh one of the favorites that here at this course only thing he's really sacrificing to the field is driving distance everything else he has in spades third place last year here for Colin Morikawa didn't play in 2022 but in 2021 he was fourth 
uh, fourth place here. And his only appearance so far in 2024, he was fifth at the Century. So uh, form and course fit both seem to line up here with Morikawa. Um, Max Homa, you mentioned another Southern California. I believe he's from Burbank. The defending champ, three top 20s here in the last four years. Should be comfortable on this course again. Mm -hmm. Um, Jason Day, Bo. He's won this event twice, and he has finished in the top seven in six of the last 10 years. Talk about a horse for a course. Um, You know, you mentioned Morikawa, great ball striker, obviously, and and Tony Finau, another great ball striker. Five top tens here at this event in the last seven years. Um, All well worth considering, I think, and, and worthy of their short odds. I'm with you. I don't know if the odds are quite short enough on either Shoffley or Cantlay. For me, so I'm looking a little bit further down the list. Um, yeah, sorry, you were gonna say, yeah, I was just gonna mention Sung JM's history here is outstanding as well. Uh, he comes in fifth in my model, and at 22 to one, that seems like a no brainer to throw an outright bid on Sung Jay. Uh, and the reason why I might not be as inclined to play the defending champion and Tony Finau here, so Homa and Finau for me, of course, pop in the modeling but their recent form hasn't been as good. Like Homa's kind of an exception, but Finau, where his his usual game where we like to bet on Tony Finau are on courses where, oh, it's a birdie fest. Oh, it's something where, where birdies are better gained as a stat. Well, I think that's kind of an outdated stat for Tony Finau because he's not really in the top 20 in birdies gained in this field, especially when you start narrowing down parameters to longer courses like this that have more challenge to them. So yes, it will be important to make birdies here, especially on tougher holes, but Tony Finau's last year or so, he hasn't been that guy. So where his past success in this event might lead somebody to bet on him at 30 to one or 28 to one, I wouldn't do it because his recent form says that that isn't going to going to apply here. I, I just I want to tell people to proceed with caution with Tony Finau this week because it seems like kind of a sucker bet. Good call. Wait for Finau to get on a heater. Wait for a birdie fast. What we'd love to see is for Tony Finau to start cranking it up here in California. Maybe yes. look for an opportunity at the Waste Management in a couple of weeks in Phoenix, which probably right. is going to be a birdie fest. For and, sure. Uh, I love him in Phoenix. Take him there. I like Keegan Bradley in the same area better than Finau this week. Keegan, of course, plays outstanding golf here specifically, but he has that all-around bag that you're looking for as a ball striker. And if he could get the kind of the finicky short game stuff in order, I think he's going to contend heavily here at 30 to 1. Yeah, he was second last year in this event, and uh, in his last PGA Tour event, he was second at the Sony Open. He doesn't have that California thing working for him, Bo. He is from the frigid Northeast, but he does seem to play this course well, and uh, the the greens don't seem to bother him. This course is all like Brookline, too, so... Yeah, good point. Do do they compare? Uh, are there some similarities, like in the models, where uh, just yeah, straight emphasize... shooting longer courses? Yeah, that he does well here. Now, if you want a chance to win a free one-year premium Betting Pro subscription, you need to subscribe to the Betting Pros YouTube channel right now. Comment below on this video, and that's it. We'll be announcing a winner right here on the channel, so make sure to turn on those notifications so you can be alerted when new episodes are up and to claim your prize. 
All right, but let's look at some of the mid-range options. We have Sahith Thigala and Eric Cole at plus 3,500. Big Sepp Straka is at plus 4,000. Will Zalatoris, who lost in a playoff here to Luke List a couple of years ago, he is at uh, plus 4,500 along with Justin Rose, Hideki Matsuyama, Harris English, and Adrian Moronk. Big group at plus 4,500. Nikolai Hogard is plus 5,000. And then we've got Shane Lowry and Daniel Berger at plus 5,500. How about this group, Bo? Any names you like here? There are two group, there are two guys in this group that stand out to me, and both of them have seen their odds slip from the number you just mentioned, uh, which I'm all for. <laughs> Will Zalatoris, of course, is back from back surgery. He looked pretty solid last week, gave me some uh, confidence that uh, I don't have to really worry about him in a place that he's very familiar with, has a great history here. He had no business losing to Luke List in that playoff. Uh, it was a really close putt that he just lipped out. Uh, to to continue that tournament. Uh, I like Will Zalatoris. He was now at 50 to 1 odds plus 5,000. And Justin Rose has slipped to 60 to 1. So plus 6,000 for Justin Rose. He hits all the metrics in my model. Zalatoris came in third in my weighted model. And Justin Rose came in seventh out of this whole field. So those guys getting softer odds by the day. I'm all for those two guys getting slipping farther and farther down this board because they they both line up beautifully here. Yeah, so the the recent form for Justin Rose, eh, not that great. Nah. But in his last seven appearances at Torrey Pines, fourth, eighth, won it, missed cut, missed cut, sixth, and then 18th last year. Mm -hmm. So he does have a very strong track record here. And um, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Zalatoris. His last three year, uh, last three years, missed the cut last year. Not sure how much the back might have been bothering him then. But you, as you said, lost the playoff to Luke List two years ago and was seventh the year before that. Good to see him check in with the 34th last week at the American Express. So maybe it's time to get back on the Will Zalatoris train while these odds are a lot longer than we're going to be getting at midseason once he... Right you know, gets going again because he is a world-class player without question. Especially with the long irons and on par fives, he's a scoring machine. And that's that's something you'll have to pay attention to because if you're going to get at this course, it's going to be on the par fives. These par fours are brutal. The par threes are brutal. Uh, the par fives, although they are longer, they are gettable for birdies. And Will Zalatoris seems to be one of the best scoring players on par five holes going back a couple of years before his back surgery. You've been on Eric Cole the last couple of weeks, Bo. He's uh, missed the cut in his only two appearances here. Is this just not a great fit for his skills? I wouldn't go that far. I think his odds are a little too short for what he can do here. His off the tee game is really bad. We're talking outside the top 100 off the tee in this field. So uh, he, he's going to have to get off the tee a lot better to make noise at Torrey Pines. That's just a simple fact that you can't get to the green and regulation and get to proximity type of distances with his off the tee game being so poor. Uh, I, I like the player. I just don't like the odds and I don't like how his game necessarily fits this course compared to the other guys in the same betting range. Longer shots, uh, long and longer shots, guys, plus 6,000 and above besides Justin Rose, who uh, has slipped. Who's worth the dart throw here, Bo? 
I have three. And amazingly, okay. they all came in. They all came in the top 20 in my model out of 156 golfers. I'm really excited to say that Matt Wallace came in 20th in my model. He's at 130. The Englishman. The Englishman. And I was surprised because uh, of what I've been researching, a lot of people are favoring the Canadians like Adam Svensson and, and guys like that. And those guys did not pop at all in my model, especially when I when I filtered for the distance of the course being more than 7,400 yards. It knocked a lot of those Canadians down for me. But Sam Stevens at 180 to 1 mm. came in 10th in my model. 10th. And 181 on a guy that's that's that solid all around. Who's a great long iron player. He's going to he's going to keep serve on those tougher holes with par threes and par fours. And if he finds any fire at all in the par fives, this guy's going to make some noise scoring wise. And our guy coming back from the brain lesion, Gary Woodland, amazing course history here. Uh, he's I were I don't know what kind of form he's in quite yet, like playing shape, but to have the guy who's eighth in my model at two hundred to one with the course history that he has at Torrey Pines, this guy's a world class long iron player. He's a world class scorer on par fives. Uh, I'll take a I'll take a little quarter unit run at Gary Woodland just to feel something. Let's just let's see this guy come back and make a story out of it, like because this guy is uh, he's as close to the Demar Hamlin type comeback story as the PGA tour has right now. Uh, and he had a lot more reputation as a s- superb golfer before he went through his, uh, his whole ordeal last year. Yeah. I've, uh, I've got one dart throw too. I kind of like here, Scott Stallings, um, mm-hmm. 150 to one just, uh, so he won here in mm-hmm. 2014, a long time ago, granted, uh, 10 years, but then he finished second the following year and he can bomb the hell out of it, Bo. Uh, he is an absolute yeah. bomber. So, look, I mean, I'm I'm not saying he should be hey. one of the favorites by any means, but uh, no. throw two bucks down, he wins. For you sure. can uh, take the yeah. wife out for a steak dinner with all the trimming. Yeah. So, uh, that's right, and you can even get have her order dessert. Like, hey, leave room for dessert. We got we got, <laughs> we got Scott Stallings, who uh, for a while there was the poor man's version of Brooks Kepka. He's all tanned up, got got the big biceps and the big tight muscles. the tight polo shirt, going out there just ripping drives. Uh, I he's kind of in that same vein as Gary Woodland, just like the type of player where you just go out there and rip the ball down the fairway and see what happens. Or now we've already evoked his name a couple of times. Luke List, the winner two yeah. years ago, he's at plus seventy five hundred. Uh, n- not a good enough price for you. No, and that it's he's creating a lot of conflict because I'm a never Luke List guy, and I'm <laughs> contemplating breaking my rule this week because he does love playing here. Uh, what keeps me from doing that is his short game, like not just his putting, which is better than it has been, but still pretty poor when you compare it to what he's going to need to do. His chipping's not that good either, and it's going to require a lot of good around the green game at Torrey Pines, especially on the south course for those three rounds. Luke List caught fire last year or two years ago when he won. And I just don't know that he's that exact player anymore. He's made a lot of changes to his game since then, because between that win and this week, he's actually been worse off the tee and better around the greens and on the greens. I just don't know if he's quite there yet at this course, but yeah, it's tempting because he does model extremely well. I'm just, I'm just a curmudgeon when it comes to hearing that name. 
you don't want to back the Pat Fitzmorris caliber chippers, Bo. I totally understand it. Yeah, you're a Corey Connors guy too. I just love it. <laughs> I love I love hearing when you got guys that are facing a course like this that has so much such a demand on the short game, and then you go out there and say, "Hey, what about this guy that has no short game? <laughs> He's amazing." I, I love all the. Else. <laughs> I know I love all the the terrible chippers like myself, Paul. That's why I loved Victor Hovland. Now now right. I had to dump him when he learned how to chip. So uh... yeah, he got he got really good at that, and now he wins majors and FedEx Cups and. Yeah, you, you have to you have to drop a guy once he once he sews up that weakness. <laughs> Download the free betting pros app for iOS and Android. Sync your sports books in less than a minute to automatically track your bets across all sports books in one spot. After syncing, you will enjoy access to detailed bet analytics by sport and bet type, including game picks, props, and parlays. You'll also get insights and personalized recommendations for props, game picks, and more tailored to your interests. To enjoy the benefits of Sportsbook Sync, download the Betting Pros app by visiting bettingpros.com slash apps or search Betting Pros in the App Store. All right, Bo, what's on the betting card for this week? All right, I'm starting with Colin Morikawa. And then I'm going to throw some, a couple of little half unit bets on Sung GM and Keegan Bradley. And then I'm going quarter units all the way through Zalatoris, Rose, Wallace, Stevens, and Woodland. So I'm kind of doing a buckshot approach with my favorite being Morikawa this week. Yeah, I've got a little something on Morikawa outright. I've got Jason Day outright and top five. Uh, top five is plus 550, the outright plus 2,500. Keegan Bradley outright at plus 3,000 and top 10 at plus 330. I've got Billy Horschel, Bo, at plus 7,000. He plays tough courses well, and yeah. he's had a couple of top 10s here. So I, I know, like, generally I want to wait until I get to Florida to use Billy Horschel, where he yeah. generally excels. But uh, I'm going to I'm gonna take him out of his element here. Um, Scott Stallings, as I mentioned, uh, 150 to 1. He won here in 2014. Yeah, second the following year. And, Bo, uh, I think I'm going to piggyback you with small bets on uh, Sam Stevens and Gary Woodland. Like, That's those are... Cool. I, I think Sam Stevens, some of his better performances have I'm, come on tough I, courses. Yeah, I couldn't believe that the way he's playing right now, that he was still that deep on the board, uh, modeling super well for me at 10th in my entire stack. That I was wow. impressed with that with that name popping up because yeah, you look at the leaderboards these first few events that he's participated in the season and he's been he's been there every week. You can't yeah. ignore a guy that's playing that hot. Even at, even at an event like this, where typically you don't see long shot winners. It's nice that your model agrees. Uh, on to the one and done picks. Bo, I finally made up some ground on you after falling well bit, behind in the bit. first two events. Uh, I had Adam Hadwin, good for a sixth place finish and $310,800. You had Sung J M who tied for 25th, good for $63,980. You're up first this week, Bo. Who you got? I am going to go with. See, this is this is where I start using some top guys uh, to to really just rub your nose in it. I want to I want to build a <laughs> dominating lead before we hit the Florida swing. So I'm going to go with Xander Shoffley this week. Ooh, that is a big gun indeed. Xander, all right, I'm going to go with the horse for the course, Jason Day. 
Uh, the track record here is pretty impeccable. Maybe he's not going to bring me home a win, but I like the odds of him finishing top five or top 10. That's yeah. going to do it for us. I want to thank our new sponsor, Underdog. Sign up for Underdog if you haven't already with the promo code BPGOLF to get that first deposit matched up to $100 plus the special pick available for you in the lobby. And come join Bo and I again next week when we will be previewing the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Until then, so long, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash bettingpros. 